This Chazor was saying, "Nishbar Chesh Shvagim Bam Yehuda Mesechus Baba Kam Daf Ayin Dalot." Zorch Gemara Rava had said that the contradiction of testimony is the beginning of Hazama, and therefore, if witnesses have their testimony contradicted by other witnesses, they are still subject to Hazama. Rav Acha, the son of Rav Yika, asked Rav Ashi, "Where does Rava learn this halacha from?" It can't be that he learns it from a brayster previously quoted by the Gemara, which Rava explained as referring to a first set of witnesses that said the master first knocked out the slave's tooth and then his eye, and the second set said the reverse, and the third set then made that made the second set into Zoyimim, and we see that although the second set was contradicted. By the first set, they're still subject to Hazama. That can't be his Makar because the second set in that Brysa can be said not to be contradicted because Bezdin would say to the master, you're chayef to pay the value of the tooth, like the second set said, since even the first set agrees that you're chayef to pay at least that much. If so, they can't be actually said to be contradicted, and maybe that's why they're subject to Hazama. How does Rav know that in the case of true contradiction, they would still be subject to Hazama? So Rav Ashi said, Rav learns this from the second part of the Brisa, which understands, which he understands to be talking about where one set of witnesses testified that a master first knocked out the slave's tooth and then blinded the slave's eye, and Bezin therefore said that the master must pay for the eye. A second set of witnesses then came and said the reverse, which contradicts the first set, and makes them retract the verdict. The Brayta then says that if the first set were found to be Zoymimim, they're treated like Zoymimim. We see from here that Hazam applies even after contradiction. Abaya argued and said that the second case of the Brayta is only talking about two sets of witnesses, not three. Therefore, there's no proof that Hazama, that there is Hazama after a contradiction. Rabzeira asks, why are we assuming that if the master damaged two of the slave's organs, he goes out free with the first and gets paid for the second? Maybe he only goes out free and doesn't get paid. Abaya said, the Pazik says, Takas Einoi, Takas Shinoi, which teaches that the damage of one sets him free. Therefore, it must be that he gets paid for the damage of the second one. At that point, he's a free man. Rav Idabar said, we can see from our mission, like Rav said, that contradiction is the beginning of Hazama. The mission said, if the same set of witnesses testify to the theft and the Shechita or sale, and they are then found to be Zomimim, they must pay for the full value of Dalad Vehei. Presumably, the case is where they were first, for they first testified to the theft, then testified to the Shechita, and then became Zoyimim on the theft, and then became Zoyimim on the Shechita. Now, once they became Zoyimim on the Shechita, they're considered to be contradicted regarding the Shechita, because they said uh, he shechted a stolen animal, and the Azoma regarding the theft contradicts what they said, because there was no theft. And yet, the Mishnah says that they're later Zoyimim on the Shechita as well, and they have to pay Dalad Vehei. This proves the contradiction uh, is considered to be the beginning of Azoma. The Mara says there's no proof. The case may be where they became Zoymim on the Shechting first, therefore they were not contradicted. We learned if witnesses who testified to a murder were first contradicted and then found to be Zoymim, one says that they're put to death, the other says they are not. In the Chariz, the Mara says we can prove that Rebelazer is the one who says they are not put to death. We find that Rebelazer says if witnesses who testified to a murder were contradicted, they get Malchus for saying false testimony. Now, if he holds that if they were to become Zoymim and they put to death, they should not get Malchus because Malchus is not given for a law that can carry the death penalty. Frechtingmar, why would he say they get Malchus? It's two witnesses against two witnesses, so why do we believe the second set more than the first? Sabaya answered, the cases where the reported murder victim walked into Bezin, thus making it clear to all that the first set had lied. Zak the Mishnah, if two witnesses testify to the theft and only one witness testified to the Shechit or the sale, or the Ganav admitted to the Shechit or the sale, he only pays Kefal and not Dalavahe. Now the Mishnah says if he stole and shechted on Shabbos. Last time the last Mishnah was where he sold it on Shabbos. Now he stole and he shechted on Shabbos. Or he shechted for Rabbi Dezor. Or if he stole from his father and his father died and he then shechted, then afterwards shechted or sold the animal. Or if he stole and gave it to Hegdash and then shechted or sold it, the Ganav pays Kefal, not Dalad Vehei. Or Shimon says if it's uh, Kodshim for which he would be responsible, he pays Dalad Vehei. If he would not be responsible for it, he would not pay Dalad Vehei. In fact, Pshita, if there's only one witness that says that he would that he shechted it, of course he's not Tchai for Dalad Vehei. And for the more, the Mishnah is teaching that just like in the case of a single witness, if a second witness came and joined him, the Ganav would be Chayiv Dal Vehei. So, too, where he admitted to it, if witnesses later came and testified to the Shechit or the Sale, he would become the Chayiv to pay Dal Vehei. 
And this comes to exclude the view of Rahuna Marav that if someone admits to a penalty and then witnesses testify to his action that would subject him to that penalty, he would be putter. It once happened that Rabbi Gamliel blinded the eye of his slave Tavi. He was very happy that Tavi would go out free. When he told Rabbi Yeshua his good news, Rabbi Yeshua told him, no, Tavi doesn't go out free because it's a penalty and you, will, you alone admit to it without any witnesses to the act. And the penalty is therefore not applied. Now this suggests if there were witnesses after the fact, he would be subject to the penalty and it's for future Rahuna. Rahuna said, Rahuna said, the case is different over there because Rabbi Gamaliel did not admit in front of Bezin. However, if an admission is made in front of Bezin, the person will never become subject to the penalty. Fleck and Yeshua was the Av Bezin, so the admission was made in front of Bezin. Mar says, yeah, it was in front of the Av Bezin, but they were not in Bezin when this happened. Fleck and in a Bryce about the story of Yeshua said to him, you have already admitted to it, implying that even if witnesses later came, he would remain potter. Presumably, we would we should say that the two Bryces argued. The first Bryce holds that if the, after an admission, witnesses came, he would be chayev, and the second Bryce holds he would be potter. Mar says, no, everyone agrees that if the witnesses later came, he'd be potter. Machoikis is that the first Bryce holds that the admission was made out of Bezin, and therefore it's not considered to be a full admission, and if witnesses later came, he would be chayiv, and the second Bryce holds that if it was done in Bezin, therefore he would always remain potter.